Welcome, welcome. Welcome, welcome. Bienvenue. What's up? Croissant. Croissant. Thursday. Croissant. Thursday breakfast. Is today Thursday? Yes, yeah, it, it is. is. It is. We're recording on a different day because mm. you guys know that we release on Mondays. We're not. We're not live. We're, we're not cheating. Not yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not yet. That might be coming down the 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 pipeline. I want to do a live YouTube. I mean, we're, we're famous now. 1.7K views on a 10-minute video. 1.1. It's a one-minute video. I can yeah. wear goggles. Yeah, it was a one-minute, one, yeah. I can wear goggles because I'm famous now. Yeah. This whole video. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can drink Kill Cliff because they don't sponsor me, you know? We could just say that Madison owns Kill Cliff. Yeah, I don't, but, you know, Navy SEAL uh, Foundation, you know, as a Navy SEAL people that started, that was me, right? Third, yeah, third. No, um, no. So uh, today's podcast, we're going to be talking about is CrossFit for everyone? Should you do CrossFit? Um, should you? When should you quit? Not when. If if you should quit, um, if you should pull back, like what are what are the if, if you're crying? The, I think the you common the yeah yeah the common I think questions and thoughts towards fitness and exercising and uh longevity and then also with maybe early like starting out i guess you could say like like i'm brand new to crossfit and i want to try it mm-hmm. um I think, I think uh let's start with i've never done crossfit before and work our way on our work our way to the end mm-hmm. um so the I had a, a good conversation with uh, Coach Meg the other night. She was telling me that at her PT school, they brought in this guest speaker. His, his name, did she tell you about it? He created the goblet squat or yes, something? Yes, the guy that invented the goblet squat, you know, with the kettlebell that was made in the USSR like by Russians forever ago. They, this they, guy <laughs> come up with a way of holding it and squatting it. Yeah. And he was, he was, makes sense. I got angry. When she too. was telling me about this thing, and it's not that he hates CrossFit. Okay, so this guy, let me let me preface it, and then we'll yeah. go there. So this guy said that he taught Greg Glassman everything he knew. Um, I have a reason for bringing this up, so we can bring it full circle. So this guy taught Greg Glassman everything he knew, allegedly, and didn't get anything for it. Uh, he was at the this PT school here in Utah, and he was like a guest speaker, and he was – she said he started off talking about whatever and then was like, I hate CrossFit and anything to do with it. You know, that kind of a conversation started off that way. And then they were doing overhead squats with the PVC pipe as a group, which for one, that's an interesting thing to dive into to say that you hate CrossFit. But um, then later on, he was like, hey, Meg, you got a really good overhead squat. And she's like, I do CrossFit. You know, just kind of like but sticking that, him in the eye, and then like, and then he got and he got real mad. He get you could tell. She said he could. She could tell his demeanor completely changed. And I don't mean to keep cutting you no, off. No, 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 I'm, go, go. I'm thinking the, in my head. I'm trying yeah. not to cut you off either. Um, keep going. Then he kind of was like, "Oh, you know, I hate CrossFit, whatever, whatever." And then he was like, um, later on in the session, he was like. Uh, who are my CrossFitters in the room? After he'd already had a conversation with her about doing CrossFit, he goes, hey, who are my CrossFitters in the room? More or less wanting to to shame her in front of everybody. So she raised her hand and he goes, oh, when's your next Olympic weightlifting meet? And she goes, what? He goes, when's your next Olympic weightlifting meet? She goes, I don't know. He goes, exactly. He goes, whenever you get hurt, don't come talk to me. And that bothered me because I wish she was just like, oh, by the way, I'm not going to a meet, but I'm going to go to our Olympic class we have on t- on, sat- on yeah, Saturdays. 
that's run by an Olympic coach that's yeah. USA certified. Yeah, so, I got frustrated so with that. Comment. I took a different approach with that comment. How I took it was I wanted to be like, hey, I told her, I was like, you should have asked him, like, oh, do you teach your clients to run? Do you ask them when they're signed up for the next 5K? Or marathon. Do you, do you, do you teach your, your, your clients to, to back squat? When, when is their next powerlifting meet? It's like, it makes no sense. You know what I mean? To say that. Yeah. I don't understand what the, the purpose of the question was. Originally? Or like, like because he's saying that uh, Olympic lifting is, should only be done by people that want to compete in Olympic weightlifting. It's not a functional movement. It shouldn't be used in everyday I've, exercise. Yeah, and I've heard is, that is where numerous he was going. Time. And I, I, I don't agree with that. I don't um, either. I go, I go through phases, but it, like it comes down to is the problem I have with the whole conversation with this dude coming in and speaking to physical therapists that are going to be going out in the world to help people move better was say like demonizing things they have no, know nothing about and are going to talk trash out about yep. it and leave these kids and young adults coming out of PT school with that negative connotation. Like if they have a client that does CrossFit, it's like, you're just doing it wrong. Yeah. I mean, this is why when we tell clients that they do get, wrong. if they do get, do get hurt, I'm like, find someone that does what we do. Yeah. doesn't have to do CrossFit. Just he's physically like, I'm not going to go to a physical therapist or orthopedic surgeon that's sedentary that doesn't do anything right. plays video games i want someone that does crossfit bodybuilding that was like the the big like one of the things that uh one of the ladies at the postpartum uh thing we went to mm -hmm. she said that she was like find you she goes my uh my ob his name is jason johnson and he does crossfit and i was like oh he comes to our gym that's awesome i didn't say that but i was thinking it but she basically was just like find you an ob that does crossfit so he can tell you or she can tell you like how to handle things in a fitness way rather than you're pregnant now, do nothing. Because dude, but, it, yeah, it comes down to biased. I mean, we're all biased. I, th I think the one best thing about CrossFit and us is we all agree CrossFit's great, but there are, we, we can all acknowledge there's other training methodologies yeah, that are good and, and we could take from it. Yeah. We don't sit there going, this is the only way you can work out and become fit. Like that, I'm, no one's ever said that. I'm making that a short. This is the only way you can work out and be fit. CrossFit. <laughs> No, uh, but, but to bring it full circle of the reason why I wanted to bring that up was, do you need to be able to be fit or to know how to work out before CrossFit? The answer is no. Like okay. that's the whole point of doing our, the way we onboard, the way most CrossFit gyms onboard or should, if they don't is do they onboard you in the way of they teach you? I did have a client one time. So most gyms should do some kind of a one-on-one -on -one session with you if you've never worked out or never done any kind of fitness. Now, I've had clients come in in the past that work out regularly. Maybe they've done powerlifting. Maybe they just do bodybuilding style circuit stuff. And I'm like, do you know what a squat is? Do you know what a press is? You know, mm -hmm. And I'm like, do you know what a snatch is or a clean and jerk? And they say, no. I say, okay, let's do at least one session where I teach you all the Olympic weightlifting movements. Then everything else can be taught in class because it can. Now, if it's someone that has never worked out a day in their life, I'm not just going to throw them into class and be like, hey, good luck. Maybe if they're doing like a free week or a free day or whatever, cool. I'll I'll modify everything because I know I have an idea as a coach that's been doing it for a while. I understand how to get them ready. But what I'm not going to do is be like, all right, here, go jump in and just figure it out on your own. No, like, and I think like if you do do that, you just bring them in. Let's say they can't – like I know sometimes price points a little little iffy with some people, but – 
if we have a, a bigger staff, like if you're teaching class and I can, I can shadow and I could kind of guide this person, they can yeah. get the same thing we would get out of a one-on-one. So right. there's, there's other options. Yeah, but the intros totally. are really important. Yeah, I agree. There are other ways. There's multiple ways to skin a cat for sure. Um, that's just the one way that we do it. Yeah. Um, but I think, so for me personally, I never worked out a day in my life. I started doing bodybuilding stuff, just your basic stuff. And I did that for a year before I found CrossFit. I wasn't trying to get fit before I started CrossFit. Um, uh, Britt likes to use this analogy. Um, if you're going to want, if you want to learn how to play guitar, are you going to try to learn how to play guitar before you go learn to play guitar? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I was going to say, if that- you want to go play tennis, do you need to like win the Grinch limb or something like that? before you can start taking lessons yeah makes sense right no i just download the simulation in my brain <laughs> give it time Neuralink. Did, did you see that <laughs> Neuralink. yeah that's been a thing for a while uh, i never saw a public like public announcement on it like being yeah. around the corner but okay that's that's adrian's boy elon mind control if you guys got any questions about elon hit me Ad- up adrian knows it all we're friends <laughs> but um but no i think i think Fine. So I, I've I've spoke with a few people who've you know they moved. They're like, hey, what should I look for when I move to a gym? And I always tell them like, like one, do they let you come in and try out the gym? Like if someone says no, you have to sign up for a membership asap. Like I, we're not even gonna let you try it. To me, that's someone that doesn't believe in what they they. I get it in the in the in the way of like it's a business. We need to make money. Believe me, I I get it. Yeah, that to me that that's like one of the weirdest things. It's like it's almost well, it's pretty much like you want to buy a car, you have to buy it, but you can't test drive it. Right. right? Yes. Yeah. It's just like, hey, like either you buy it and you can't return it, or or you buy another one. Yeah, or you go somewhere else. Yeah. Thirty day refund. <laughs> yeah. That is just makes no sense. It actually happened to me when when we moved to Salt Lake. Oh, really? I emailed several gyms and um like Britt responded immediately saying, yeah, come in for like a week, you know, for free, whatever. And, um, nobody else responded. Another gym responded saying, Hey, you can come do a class, like a class. Like one, one class. I, one mean, class. I think that's how we used to do it. Right? Uh, and then we were like, Oh, we'll give you a three day or it's three days. No, so I don't know. I've always told people to come try out the gym. And then we like set in stone, like a three day thing. And yeah, then, yeah, that's what and I then Britt was like, let's do a week. Cause the three days, like whatever. So yeah, it kind of like, yeah, but yeah, it makes no sense to me either. So I always tell people like if you can get a free week or a free couple of days at least so you can see what their gym's like cuz if you go into like a recovery day style workout and it's like, well, this gym doesn't go very hard or whatever, then you're going to have a bad bad uh image of what's going going on in there or if it's like everybody just happens to be gone at a certain time be like, "Oh, two people are in this gym." Mm-hmm. So I think it's a it's a way, but I always tell them that if they don't get a free week or something like that, if they don't get consistent coaching throughout, like if the coach doesn't pay attention, if they play on their phone, if they're too busy talking to other people or whatever, if they're not actually coaching or watching, don't go to that gym. And then the last thing is the programming. If it's not well-rounded, in which you need to do a couple days of to figure out if it's actually pretty well-rounded, because a lot of gyms now I think are doing like the 20 to 40-minute EMOM, AMRAPs, and stuff like that because they're like, well, it's just like the the peel-yourself-off-the-floor-sweating kind of workouts, and they're like, this is what people want. But I always tell people that whenever they're choosing a gym if they've already been doing CrossFit. But for anybody that is brand new, if they come in and there is no – one-on-ones or if they step away from it 
So oh, people always do a one-on-one and they always go like, oh man, I'm, I'm, I'm so lost still. I don't, I don't know. I don't, what is it? What is a clean? And I'm like, oh, it's this, this, to this. So as coaches, we always prep, preface every class. Hey guys, we're doing power cleans today. That's the close grip going from the ground to your shoulder. And we always demo because those most people that come in that are brand new, even six months brand new, like that have been doing it for up to six months still don't know. And I always tell them, they're like, oh, sorry, I can't remember the names of this stuff. And I always tell them like, this Leave. is my, this is my, yeah, get the fuck out. Because yeah. You're not well. If you, if you do not take home the study material. I, I use a dog collar and shock the shit out of them. Yes. There you yeah. go. What is the, I remember, but I always tell them, this is my job. This is my profession. I don't, I don't expect to know everything a doctor knows because that's why like, if I go into a business and someone talks down to me because I don't know, I get immediately angry. But Be- do, you, do you see like when people like come to the gym, they don't really like remember what the movements are and it might be six months i had a client that was with us for five years and still didn't know what a snatch and clean the difference was but i feel like when that happens whether it's six months a year five years i feel like those people still use the gym as like a check mark on their task list like when when you when you dive in and make it kind of like a lifestyle yeah and then this is where this is where like we do as our job is, yeah. is reviewing movements and, and briefing you. Exactly. And I, I tell them like, hey, this is my job. This is what I do for a living. And this is, I'm going to always help you if you're ever lost or confused because I don't want you to ever feel like an idiot. I don't want you to ever feel stupid or like, oh man, I just cannot remember that that move. Like so, why, why would I expect that? It's like whenever you go to fix your car one time on something, it's like, oh, you didn't, you didn't learn the whole thing. You didn't learn how the whole thing was put together. It's like, no, I don't remember that because I don't need to. Or even if you fix something like six months ago and we're doing it again. Anyway, so I think for beginners, just take it slow and use an empty bar. Use nothing. Just take it slow. Um, Whenever, because you guys both came from sports and athletics. Whenever you start a CrossFit, did you feel, ever feel like that? Like out of place, like dumb? Yes. 100%. 100%. I'll have Adrian go, dude. On um, double unders. Like that. <laughs> double unders. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Very, very frustrating. And then, but then, I don't know. I, you know. And then you, then you did them. Did yeah. what I needed to do yeah. to, to, to learn. And, uh, and that was it. And, you know, I think that applies to literally everything else. Yeah. Um, yeah. You, you don't need to have like, I mean, does it make it easier? If you have a background in either gymnastics, weightlifting, track and field, martial arts, whatever, yes, obviously. But that's going to be the same for like anything else. Uh, Does it mean that you shouldn't try CrossFit if you don't have a background in anything? No, definitely not. I think you have a better shot if you don't have any athletic background or you haven't had any habits. Like like when I started with like wall balls, dude, I I used to throw it like a basketball. I don't know. Hit it in my face. I, I see what I, you're saying. Like if you were taught like to be a weightlifter, like in like if you played the high school football or something and you had a oh. terrible strength conditioning coach, then and you've set in tons of bad habits and tons of bad ways. I can see that. But I think to Adrian's point, starting in anything helps because I know that personally. I spent the first three to four years trying to play catch up to where my buddy who was in track and field in high school would come in and be like, Hey, what's a muscle up? And he did one. And it like that's that's to some, I mean, that's something to say yeah. to his athleticism, but also, like, he's had some experience doing other things. But I see what you're saying. Like, if you have tons of bad habits, 
don't come in with an ego because nine times out of ten, the whole point of us trying to coach you is to make you more efficient and to make you move better. That way you can be better because I, I've, I've worked with athletes in the past where I've been like, hey, um, do like move, move your feet in just a little bit. Um, and they're like, oh, I don't like that. I wasn't taught how to squat that way. I'm like, that's fine. But know that I, I'm, I know what I'm doing and I'm not trying to tell you to do this, to, to mess you up, to make you squat lighter, to, to do anything like that. I'm, I see your anatomy and I see certain faults in your movement and I want to fix that. And that's why I'm having you move in. Are you not trying to sabotage them? I actually want to win. So I'm like, widen your stance as wide I, as you can. I squat. Yeah. A good old split. <laughs> I try to get you to dislocate your hips. Pop, pop. Yeah, dude. That's how we make money. Yeah. Hurt yeah. people. Yeah. Right? That's like our last podcast. Yeah. But um, I've got, because I've gotten in this conversation with, with a lot of people over the past years of it. And I know you have too, Carlos and Adrian. I'm sure you have to an extent of whenever you try to coach somebody or like for me as a programmer, I, I'm not new to this. I, I haven't didn't just start six months ago programming i've been programming now for almost eight years and so i've seen thousands of workouts and how they affect people and how certain movements affect people and how things compound so it's like i'm, I'm sure you guys have had to like almost defend yourself maybe a little bit but it's kind of like i i'm not i'm not a dumb one when it comes to this i'm literally like trying to make you better trying to make everybody better and us as coaches that's the goal is to improve you so whenever we do write the programming or I write the programming or you give someone substitutes or something like that, it's it's to progress them to get to being able to do the movement as RX or as prescribed. Yeah, we always want safety first and then we want progress. Yeah. Right. Like if you're always hurt and you skiing, your knees hurt, like well, we've got to fix that. Like, yeah. like if it's stretching or if you need to get stronger quads or stuff like that. But yeah, I think um, I think of like with the topic today of is CrossFit for everyone? Is it good for people at a certain age? We always look at everything as like an end result instead of just enjoying Current. the process. Current. Yeah. Like, like, and I think it comes down to just having little mini goals um, for people to be like, okay, I want to have less pain in my knees. Like, like, Everyone should have like their own little journey of the whole thing versus the end result. Because yeah. the end result doesn't give oh, you a final. That's a good point. That's a good point. A lot of people so think they, about the end. Yeah, like, oh, I got to get to this age and then this starts. Ha- like, age always equals what medical professionals like, oh, you have arthritis. It's because you're this. Like, if you start with CrossFit, like watching Denise and all them, is like they have their limitations, but they show up every day. Yeah. And their goal is just to be healthy. And if we can do that, we're. Hey, one day I'm just like, Denise, get your elbows up a little higher and drop your hips on the squat. Yeah. And it helps her. But like, I think that's what people miss is like, they just have like, I just want to lose weight. And that's like the main focus and the end. And then you get to the end and it's like, okay, that's gratifying. Now what? Yeah. Rather than just, this is a part of your life. Like he talked about, Adrian talked about that. It's essential. Movement is essential in humans. We were created that way. And it's just like anything is we should continue doing that. Um, so in my opinion, like to answer that question and we'll answer it in segments too, is I don't think there should be any age gap on CrossFit. Yeah, um, I agree. I think it's, I pull back when I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm doing things wrong or incorrect and I overthink things a lot and I rely on people I surround myself to kind of push me forward. But, um, 
I think the end result is did you be, I wanted to be a hundred and still be able to do this stuff. Yeah. Like I don't want to be broken when I'm a hundred. I think I think people get caught up in the in the not not necessarily competitive side of CrossFit, but in the because we talked about like the the hopper style. Can yeah. you do all the movements? You know what I mean? And then they get caught up in that. And that's not to say that you shouldn't do that because I think you should. I think every person, no matter what their age is, should should be striving to be able to do all the things. Like my goal is whenever I'm in my later years of, of my life, I want to still be able to do things that I think I should be able to be able to do. And like granted, like we've talked about, like if if I have both knees blown out or or if like I've tore my like left arm off or something obviously i can't do like if i really ruptured an arm say i'm snowboarding or something and i like tore my pec or something i have no you idea you got like plates and screws yeah. and your arm only goes to here yeah like no okay well uh that limits me on all of my stuff so but what i'm saying is like i agree with you there's no there's no point that you shouldn't be attempting things if if you're capable of doing them. And I mean that in like strength, mobility, flexibility, all those things. Like, um, today in class, we're doing legless rope climbs, um, for skill. And I put in there different scaling options for people to do. And the reasoning for it is because it's like, okay, here's an in rain. Here's a in thing that I want everyone to try to be able to do. Now, if you're like, I can't even do a strict pull up. Why am I trying to do a legless rope climb? I get that. Okay, so our steps are a few steps back. Let's try to get to where you can do consistently some strict pull-ups without any assistant like from a band or on like using your feet or something like that. Then our goal would be to do a regular rope climb. Then our goal would be able to do a legless. So it's like we talked about don't always have the end, end result in mind because that, that kind of limits you. But I think having goals to, to get to that to me would keep you uh, – excited about trying to come in and yeah and, and like enjoy the grind like the fun part like like i used to joke about like oh it took me forever to learn muscle ups, but there were a lot of lessons in that of things to do not to do um and not quitting right you know what i mean like we talked about last week about motivation and discipline like if i couldn't get a muscle up just give up with it oh, i'm just too heavy or i just can't do it right. you, you keep trying and trying like I joke about when I see someone walk in and can do it in one second, I'm like, oh, I hate you, but I'm right. so proud of you. Like, yeah, it's 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 cool because we're like, oh, that's cool. You're a lot further along than I was at your point but in I, CrossFit. I, I appreciate so I that, great. but I appreciate yeah. that hard work because I'm like, even though you made it look easy, I still enjoyed that whole process because it was like that took two years. Right, same for me, Adrian. Do you think that there's ever a point where? You know, like a counter to that. Do you think that there's ever a point where it's like, hey, bro, you should probably slow down? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Um, I mean, not necessarily, like, maybe not so much regarding the, the complexity of movements, mm -hmm. but definitely, I think, regarding the intensity. I mean, obviously, as we get older, mm -hmm. um, I think it'd be a little naive to think that we can maintain the intensity that, you know, we that we can apply to a workout in, in like our, our twenties or, or thirties. Yeah. Uh, and I think it's, it's important to, important to, to accept that. And, but now, you know, obviously it, it also shouldn't be used in a, as an excuse to just, you know, avoid most movements. 
right. right i think you should always try to put like to push yourself um you know in line with your capabilities and just yeah i mean just you know yeah. being smart yeah i mean you you touch on a solid point there that i think it's if you didn't know it kind of got brushed over uh, is the intensity side of things I so yeah I, I think that's really good that's a good way of putting it so whenever i do write the program i write masters sometimes i write masters like calories on the machines to be different because you're right like if for me to say all right 55 year old client that over the years you've kind of gotten deconditioned and you know life's taken over you got stress from work blah blah blah, blah. let's try to do a two-minute friend probably not going to happen at, at 100% RX. You know what I mean? So it's like, I, I get it. But we can still mimic that as close as possible. So you can still get the uh, intended, uh, I don't want to say stimulus, yeah. but but res results from mm -hmm. trying to do that. Where it's like doing a 400 meter run versus a mile run. That's a complete different time frame. Mm -hmm. So if you have a master's athlete, someone who's 50 plus, and they're doing their 400 meter run in say two and a half minutes, that's cool. Now let's try to get it closer to two or something like that. Like I'm not asking for you to set a, a one minute, 400 but let's try to get you to give that all-out effort that i'm asking for and how can we get there so if i say all right masters i want you to do 75 or 55 pounds for the thrusters and fran and maybe jumping pull-ups or 15 12 9 or 15 9 6 on the, the the reps can we still get in that same rep that same time domain with that same stimulus but i agree with you it, it the 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 to say that you can keep the intensity at super high for the rest of your life, I'd, I'd say is to me, it's, it's, it's varies by degree. Yeah. If that I, makes any sense. I agree with you. And I think, uh, in the past 10 years, since I took my level one, I don't know if they did it. It maybe came from level one, but it might've been my buddy, Brian Cullen that owns CrossFit explode is he calls it relative intensity. It's relative to your fitness. Yeah. Right. Is, is so that what you mean? Like, you, is like, that what you're kind of uh, saying? Of? Everyone should be high intensity, meaning go, 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 go. If you're 90, your intensity level, and don't get me wrong, there probably is some that are, is not going to be the same as a 20 year old. No. Right. Some may, like, there's some fit individuals out there, but reality is. <laughs> I want to see a 90 year old keep up with the old Adrian. Well, you know what? No, you know no, what I'm no, no, I, agree, I agree. What I'm curious about, like, for the future, too, is like we talk about as age, like, all the science shows that as we get older, you obviously have, we talked about this a little bit, you have atrophy of your muscles, you have a harder time maintaining muscle. Uh, and that was on people, these studies from like the 50s and 60s that didn't really exercise. They didn't exercise, but they were physically active. What is it going to look like for those people that aren't like us that exercises a daily habit of how quickly atrophy and I think like that broken been, hips? I'm, I'm sure there's been people that have been studied that are like us. It's just I think the pool is going to be a lot bigger. Yeah, once I, once we reach, you know, once our generation reaches a certain I, age. I feel like for the point of like you or Adrian or me or Britt or any of our members that have been doing this for 10, 20 years when we get to an older age. I doubt we're going to, like, most of my friends' grandmoms have passed away, and the first thing that always happens before they end up getting pneumonia or passing away is they fell and broke their hip. Yeah. Like, I'm. that's usually with their grandparents. That's, like, been the common indicator. So it's, like, that's bone density, that's muscle. Cut him off, Adrian. Don't fall. We're going to work on that. <laughs> Don't fall or you're dead. <laughs> yeah. Just like bubble boy, walk Just around watch, with, like. Watch your steps. <laughs> but like if you're 70, always if, look down and watch your steps but if you're 70 years old you shouldn't not be able to start crossfit like that's 
I mean, yeah. I think that was Greg Glassman's movement before he got kicked out was he went from one extreme from the games to now showing some old guy holding two milk jugs. Yeah. Like, he was trying to show the accessibility of being able to do stuff yeah. at home. But and he yeah, went from he, he, he should have eased in and kept the games and kind of merged yeah, the two. But he went real hard in that paint. Yeah. Um, um, but no, I, I I agree with you. I think I think with um, the relatively relative intensity thing, I think is is a good way of looking at it. Um, we've talked about in the past, like if you're feeling sore or feeling beat up or something like that, still come in and move, or it's okay to take a day off or something like that. But typically, I think for and and if if I'm not doing it, let me know. But I think that the the programming should reflect by that. Like if we were to do Fran on Monday, Diane on Tuesday, which Fran is say a sub five minute workout, Diane a sub five minute workout, and then we do like a 500 meter row for time, which is a sub two minute workout. So you know, like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, you're, by Thursday you're going to be completely fried, right? But let's say we do a 30 minute grinder. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, by Thursday, you're going to be completely fried. So I think that the programming should vary in a way to make it to where you're not feeling like that. You know what I mean? Like, that's mm-hmm. not to say that you won't be tired. Like, shit, we all get tired. Especially if, like, if I didn't like I didn't sleep very well last night, I'm feeling pretty tired today. So I'm going to try to still go hard, but I'm just going to go as hard as my body will let me um, in today's workout. But I think the programming should be able to reflect to that to play it of like how how are you feeling today okay today should be like okay oh fuck we're doing squats again it's been six days in a row cool um do you know what i mean mm-hmm. do you do you i mean in all honesty do you feel like i do that well or or not i try to i think it's pretty crappy but you try you try hard you know that's what <laughs> I, I mean need. It, it, that's what i need it's like mediocrity at its yeah. best but mediocre yeah mediocre was the the word i was looking for had better <laughs> I've had better. <laughs> no, I think I, liar, liar. I, I I'm not, I'm like not trying to. I'm not trying to get like my ego stroked or anything like that. But it's just like I, I really do put a lot of time and effort into each time I make up something. But mm-hmm. but no, I, um, but I, so, an, another thing, like I think, as people get older, I think one of the reasons why, and maybe not necessarily as they get older, but um. I think one of the reasons why they get intimidated by CrossFit mm-hmm. is because the the only aspect of the sport that you typically see uh, without going to a gym is like the, Tip the freaking the hardcore, you know, getting yelled at, being a freaking <laughs> yeah. you know, a Spartan going to the gym. Are you a pussy? Get up and give me five. Like, you know, it's yeah, like yeah. it's the, the <laughs> pick up the bar attitude. Yeah. And then, you know, if you're someone who is you know not necessarily in like in amazing shape and even if you are like some people don't necessarily are not necessarily attracted by that type of vibe right and so they may just redirect to something like you know a little more calm and relaxed like you know yoga or pilates orange theory at 45 just something a little more yeah which which is great too right wrong with it but it, it i think the images of CrossFit that you see from outside a gym is not necessarily accurate, right? Because um, yeah. I think it's like it's totally okay. I mean, f- you know, for like best example is I don't like to get yelled at. I was just gonna bring something all. up that I I love as a coach sometimes when I yell at someone and they just look at me like, 
Don't ever yell at me again. Yeah, that's oh, okay. yeah. If you yell at Adrian, come on, pick the bar up. It gives you anxiety, I'll, right? I'll, I remember give you, I'll give you the death look. <laughs> Literally, I, I mean, I can't, I couldn't tell you how, you know, how many times during competition someone would just be yelling at me, and I just look at them, and be like, <laughs> "Shut up!" Shoot him the French eye. <laughs> like, wasn't it? Wasn't yelling at him at like, the first one? I know. You guys did. I know I need to go hard. I am aware I'm in the middle of a competition. I'm I'm aware it's a race. I did not forget that. And resting doesn't help you win. I get that. Like, no, I, but like I, some people respond well to that and then some don't. And you learn that. Um, yeah, pretty quick as a coach. And like we don't like here's the thing. Like a coach is like almost like an office manager, a regional director. Like you can't treat everyone the same way. Some yeah. people you got to treat with like. Hey, great job! Play them on the back. The other person, you look them in the eye and be like, "I just, always, I know, I know you could do better." I just tell them stuff to remind them. I'm like, "Hey, breathe." <laughs> oh yeah, you don't, you don't pick up the bar. I'll... <laughs> like you know, you know French ninja, you. Our buddy that's going into the fire department. Like when you you yell at him, it motivates him. But you can see in his eye, he's getting frustrated that he's not keeping up. And he just has to whisper in his ear and be like, "Dude, you're doing a great job. Keep it up. Don't worry." Yeah. But he wants you to yell at him to that puts a fire under his ass. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously everybody responds to motivation different whenever they're suffering in a workout, but, but I agree, uh, Adrian, I feel like the, cause I've, there's some in so many times where people are like, Oh, what do you do? And I'm like, oh, I'll do CrossFit. And they're like, Oh, you flip tires. And I'm like, no, I've never, I mean, I have, but we don't have any at the gym. We don't flip tires. Like that's not a fitness thing that we do. Not to say that no CrossFit gyms do it. Cause I've talked to members that are like, yeah, we flip tires and hit tires with hammers. I think the best like, way oh, to yeah, describe yeah, yeah. That's a way of doing it, but I think the ahead. best way to describe CrossFit, sorry to cut you off, um, is we learn how to take our shirt off really, really like perfect yeah one Snap hand of the finger <laughs> one hand you just, you just blink and that's it it's off yeah all right let's go ahead and get warmed up it's like pop the top i remember i always have an excuse like why do you always take your shirt i'm like dude when i'm doing push-ups across friction under my armpit and i get a rash and then finally i was like dude i just don't like wearing a shirt yeah i don't like, i used I to be fat I, and i like i like i'm comfortable on my skin now so i don't mind I just, it i get hot i get hot really fast hot yeah. and uncomfortable you know i know that i don't know people like to make fun of of taking the shirt off and thing. chalking, um, and I don't know. I I'd probably make fun of it too if <laughs> if I didn't do CrossFit. And I had never taken my shirt off until I started CrossFit. Same. <laughs> um, and I was like, I don't know. I just thought it was at first. I just like everybody else. I just thought it was a little weird. And but then one day I tried it because I was probably dying, and I was like, <laughs> oh, maybe it's gonna change something. And it, it just did. it's just like. It's so comfortable, right? Yeah. I mean, it reminds me so of natural. when I was a kid. Like when you're a kid, you always just want to run around naked everywhere because it's comfortable, <laughs> yeah. right? And then this is just the same thing. Like you start warming up and like you get hot. You feel like your range of motion is kind of like limited because of your clothes and you're just like, just whoosh, take it off. <laughs> just Next like step, that. we'll take the shorts <laughs> off. <laughs> <laughs> you have no idea how many times I've wanted to. It's just like, ah, oh, dude, take these pants off. Like, oh, I forgot underwear. Yeah, well... Got some free balling. Um, but, but yeah, I believe that uh, you're out there, Adrian. We got to let our nuts hang out. But it's also a cool thing to see, like when you start CrossFit and you're coaching, is I I didn't, wasn't comfortable taking my shirt off at first because I was overweight. But like when you see people up here, like, I can't believe this person has their shirt off. I was like, yeah, I can't either. And then I was like, wait, fuck that. I was like, this dude is comfortable. <laughs> wait, it's me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. But this dude feels comfortable taking his shirt off. Doesn't matter what he, how he views himself. He feels comfortable 
Who right. the fuck am I to tell that person like uh, you're not, not, you're not fit enough to take your shirt off right. or a female you can't wear there that are, kind of there shirt. There are gyms that won't let you take your shirt off. Yeah, it um, used to be. Um, there's some in the valley that I've heard. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, yeah, we we had a few in Florida. Yeah, which yeah. I, mean, it, I mean, it's fine. It's fine. The too. owner can run the gym however they want. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, I, I believe I believe that the. I, I mean, I think CrossFit, whenever it very first started, it had to try to figure out a way to separate itself. And that's where, like, the forging elite fitness and all that kind of stuff came from was, like, we're different than you. Because, like, we talked about, like, our warm-up is your workout, that whole scenario. But mm-hmm. I think it kind of, like, it was kind of like a snowball, and it just kind of got out of control. Like, if your hands aren't bleeding and you're not, like, throwing up in the corner like Mr. Pukey, because that was mm-hmm. the old mascot, <laughs> yeah. then you're not doing, you're not doing enough. So mm-hmm. it's like as a – 65 year old you know man that's you know i worked out once in my life i'm i don't i don't want any part of that <laughs> like i don't as a 35 year old man want any part of that i don't want to puke but you also want something challenging i think most of the stuff you can do out in the finish well, yeah is that's easy. not what i'm saying though We're, i mean you can make it challenging without having to throw up everywhere yeah that, that's what i'm getting at it's like oh yeah, yeah i'm not agreeing that you have to throw up i'm just what, what where i was going with this is a lot of people want it easy yeah like everyone just we, we like we talked about last week is instant gratification is like you want one pill to fix everything you you want to make a million dollars you don't all work yeah like and, 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 and there's got to add a little like definition in there like you said everybody wants it easy when you're first starting out the workouts are going to be hard but they shouldn't be so demanding on you that you feel like you're going to throw up like mm-hmm. um a, a client i'm working with um She's like, man, I cannot, I cannot get over how hard it is, and I'm only working for 12 minutes. She was like, I, I done marathons, done like long ass hikes, mm-hmm. the crazy shit. And she's like, well, I just can't get over how I'm dying, and it's only been 12 minutes. And the stuff that I have her doing, she's very new to mm-hmm. very new to like this style of training. So I'm breaking it all down to make it super simple. And like, well, they're doing X amount of weight over there and I'm not doing any. And I was like, that's fine. Mm -hmm. This is where you're at. And our goal is to get you there, but we can't start you there because you can't physically do that. So I think like what you're saying, like everybody wants it easy, that kind of stuff. Everybody, yeah, we do want that magic pill. I mean, it's like when you start drinking a lot of water and you're like, man, I drank a ton of water today. The next day you're like, damn, I don't feel any more hydrated. Hmm. And it's like, no, that, I mean, that, that's not how it works. Yeah. We're, we're short sighted a lot of times. That's what, that's why I brought it up yeah. about like no, the no, longevity yeah. of CrossFit. How old should you be? It's like, enjoy that long. Like I like looking back sometimes and being like, where did I start? Like how, well, I remember I didn't even know how to do a kettlebell swing. Like that whole hips open. Right. It was frustrating. Same. And like I kind of got to the point now, like I didn't like doing anything new because I have to you have to learn it all over. And then I learned to snowboard and I learned all that for the past ten years. It's I I joke about it like you just want to be good at things, but I look back and I appreciate more of the process than the end result. Being able to do all the things in CrossFit was learning all the scaling options helped me as a coach. Yeah, well, I think what it is is whenever you do like let's say you pick up snowboarding or you and you see somebody like just flying down the mountains they're not hitting jumps or nothing they're not doing anything they're just going down comfortably and then you get up and you're like cool and then you eat shit 35 times and your butt hurts and then your wrists hurt and you're like that sucked don't ever want to do that again you need to get a new coach <laughs> yeah or get one i never had one but what i'm saying is like if you're just eating shit all the time i get it like it gets real frustrating that's like yesterday we we're doing the single under the high skips 
And you were getting frustrated mm -hmm. because we were beating that ass. And then out of nowhere, I lost. <laughs> yeah, because he saw me doing it. I got in last it. place. That's not where that's, I caught up. <laughs> he caught up in the devil press. <laughs> I caught up whenever I got to the point where I knew you what I was doing. To the, nor to the normal <laughs> fitness. I was like, hey, I've done this before. Um, yeah, you were right on my ass. Dude, and, was, then, and then just yeah, went. Yeah, it's because devil presses and burpees. Anyway. Well, you guys did use 70 pounds, so I can't even argue that. Still. That was a shit ton of weight. Still, I don't want to lose. No. Um, oh, um, I think with 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 just doing CrossFit, it's it, it's really hard because it is all brand new. Like, uh, I've had a client tell me in the past, they're like, oh, I feel stupid doing this. And it was a clean. They're like, I just don't feel like I'm doing this right. And everything to my eyes and everybody around is like, yeah, they're doing it right. And it's like, and I always ask them like, okay, well, how many times have you done this before this? And they go, none. I'm like, okay, then. So why do you expect to feel comfortable doing it? It's going to feel weird the whole time. It's until... like when you tried to learn how to write as a kid, that pencil in your hand just felt stupid. You're just like, this doesn't. It's like me trying to learn how to use chopsticks. I feel like a freaking idiot. And I'm just like, <laughs> dang. I mean, did, did you so not feel stupid when you tried to learn how to clean and jerk? No, no, I did. Yeah, I, I've got same. videos. I look like too. a complete jackass. But no, yeah, you're right. But that's what I'm saying. And then, and then. I think what's hard for people too is once you've been doing CrossFit for a, a certain amount of time and you've learned all the things like, and then we introduce something new, it's like, what is this? Why do I have to learn you know, this? Right. And like how I programmed single unders as RX yesterday, a bunch of people are like, go, but I got double unders. And it's like, and well, like cool. all the single under people that don't know double unders like kicked everyone's ass. Yeah. And all the people that could do singles forever, they're all like, yeah, our time to shine. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Motherfucker, I'm one on the leaderboard. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I think that it's always good. Like that's like one of the things that Greg Glassman said uh, is regular. It, it's in the 100 words of fitness in 100 words. It says regularly learn to play new sports. Yeah. I think that that should be applied to everything you do in the, in the, even in the gym, like not necessarily like go learn racquetball or, you know, whatever. It's mm -hmm. like, you can learn new things like a, like I see you trying to do the freestanding handstand and I'm like, God, I can't do that because of my mobility. And I'm like, well, no, I can. That you're just using that as an excuse because you suck at it. Yeah, he does it great with the parallax. Like too. I try to learn triple unders. I've gotten pretty good. I think my max set's like 58 or something like that. Yeah. In a row. Fuck those, dude. I, I whipped my head so hard. I'll never do them again. Oh yeah, you do got that bald head. Wear that beanie in your goggles to protect yourself. <laughs> can I? Uh, yes, 100. <laughs> percent Looked like a chihuahua on, <laughs> on crack, but no, um, yeah, I think it's just learning, learning new stuff is very frustrating because you get so good at being at what you're at. And I don't mean like good competitive worldwide. I mean, like if Comf I say do comfortable, yes, comfortable, that's a better word. You get comfortable in what you can do. So that's the same thing. Like people that do single unders, they're comfortable doing single unders, they try, try to learn double unders and they just whip the shit out of themselves. And they're like, ah, I can just do single unders and get a good workout. And it's yeah. like, okay. I get that. You're showing up to get a good sweat on. I'm not showing up to lecture you and try to teach you for an hour and then see you tomorrow. It's like I want to get a sweat on. But at the end of the day, you still need to practice the movements. You still need to try to learn those movements. And no matter what age you're at, you always need to be doing that because it's like well, whenever people retire, and then people always say like you aged 10 years after you retired. Yeah, no, yeah, you it's because you stopped. Yeah. It's because you stopped moving. You stopped regularly trying to learn something. And I was using this analogy, uh, uh, doubt it. Have you ever watched a 40 year old virgin? 
Mm-hmm. Oh my god! You know the part where like if you He's if you don't off. use it, <laughs> is it true you lose it? And she's like, "What?" He's like, "Is it true if you don't use it, you lose it?" Talking about his junk. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "But the but the fucked up part about it is it's so true in the human body." And I don't necessarily mean towards the junk. I just mean like your body's gonna atrophy mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if you don't use your muscles. Your body's gonna get rid of it if you don't regularly keep like. Adrian, you said you used to be fluent in uh, Italian, and now you're like, I don't know if I could even yep. make a sentence. Yep. Isn't that wild? That's it's crazy. Like, you you knew- think you would have picked it? You pick it? You'd pick it up quickly if you went back for like three months in sure. in Italy? Well, yeah. I mean, it's like riding a bike, right? You but just if hop you, right on. yeah, but if you put me on the spot, I mean, I don't think much would come <laughs> out. Uh, right. But actually, it's happening with French too. As weird as it may sound, yeah, it does sound weird. Because um, I. That's why I'm telling you and Charlotte. I was like, talk to French so you can. Yeah, because I'd be like, uh, yes, <laughs> I speak English. <laughs> With a French I'd, accent. I'd be like, bonjour. <laughs> <laughs> but that is true, though. You've been um, hanging around me too much, talking that cornbread. <laughs> but yeah, you'd be surprised how easy it is to right. like, forget to lose even it. A, a language that you grew up. Yeah, yeah that your whole, almost a whole life. It's your first language. Speaking. The thing that you think you would never forget. That's the last thing you, the last thing you think you would forget. Um, but but again, like if you don't use it, you lose it. So yeah. it's like if you're not continually challenging yourself to try to learn something. So I remember we at my old gym back in Oklahoma, we decided to randomly my boss would he'd get a hair up his ass and just be like, oh, we're going to try doing this for a while. And it was like not like, hey, we're going to do a snatch cycle. It's like we're going to do front rolls. So like we had like the the like and rolls. yeah we had the <laughs> ten foot by four foot road mats we had like ten of them so we yes. laid them all out in a big long like rows and you would like head roll over like yeah. a front flip like yeah. a forward roll yeah. and it, because it works your vestibular and that's one of the things like literally if you really? don't yeah if you don't use that you literally lose it so you become dizzy or faster that's why when older people stand up they get more off balance a lot easier it's because they've stopped using it because <laughs> they don't tuck and roll they don't, tuck. They don't tuck and, no, for real think it was like a kid i know it sounds funny no, but it I, is no, but it's, i mean it, but like it's as funny, a kid but it's even, true and even our age like we'll jump on a trampoline and flip a few times yeah. or, or like I'm we'll roll around the ground shit. right but if you don't do it you lose it yeah adrian which is why i I ate it on that rope swing. That's exactly why. Because I wasn't why. using it enough. You forgot to use it, and he, <laughs> ba- he did a horrible, he did a backflip into a backbuster. We I've need never to seen insert that video. I've never, yeah. Oh, no, we don't have a video, but we do have a picture. Just point out. You're going to have to airdrop me that picture. Yeah, right here. I could, I could do that now. I know how to do that. Yeah, it's awesome. But, yeah, so we. I had a client. She was in her 50s, I believe, like late 50s. She flipped one time. Had to go sit down for 10 minutes, came back, flipped another time, and was like, okay, I can do this. Flipped one more time, had to go home. Like, because she was going to throw up. Mm. She was like, bleh, bleh, bleh. And it was it was so bad. Like, she goes, I have, she goes, I have not felt like this in a very long time. And she's, she goes, she hasn't flipped or been upside down. Like, you don't have the, to flip. I wonder if that's like a big thing with like people that say like, oh, I have vertigo. Yeah. Because like when we learn handstand walks i think we went to like finally this i forget her name she was a gymnast in philly and she taught us the first thing was on like these mats mm-hmm. how to t- how it's to the tuck and roll mats they can't see it on the camera so how to go in a handstand if you get freaked out is like yeah. your feet is the basically tuck how, to, your chin how to bell and, yeah and, and yeah. then bang your arms and go into the roll <laughs> i tried teaching someone that here and it just went 
<laughs> back, back flop. I was know. like, um, yeah, not like that. Yeah, I taught gymnastics for two and a half years. Watched many uh, people eat shit. We should do flirt rolls. Yeah, week at some point. Oh, God. grab your ankles so, and just roll yeah. all the way down. So I did a workout one time. It was a uh, trying to think of what it was. Have you ever? I'm trying to think. I'll think about it. Do you know what reverse burpees are? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like you do a candlestick into, or no, is it? Yeah, you roll back on your back. And then try you, to go up into a squat. You come up and, yeah, into a squat, stand up, and then do a handstand. I still can't do that. So I did one that was just forward roll. So it was like a forward roll into a handstand. Like, I don't know, it was weird. It was, I don't remember what program it was. Chuck, and then you it was go. like an EMOM type thing that I did. It was like double unders in that. And I seriously was on the verge of throwing up for like a week and a half. <laughs> <laughs> and this was seven years ago, eight years ago. Hmm. And I you like, taught I, gymnastics. I, I, right? I, taught, I know how to flip. I know how to do backflips. I know how to do back handsprings. Like I can do them today. And that messed me up so bad. And it was oh. just because I didn't really use it up to that point. Like I by that point had stopped flipping and stopped going upside down and stopped rolling around. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so it's like if you don't regularly learn something or regularly train something. Like the legless rope climbs, if we can just lay down and do like lying, okay, we're going to build some upper back strength. We're going to build single arm pulling. So like, what if you fall down and you need to pick yourself up, you know? So it's like small stuff like that. Like it seems dumb because it's like, I don't ever want to climb up a rope with no legs because like, when am I ever going to use that? But you use the single arm pulling in everyday life. Like, how do you open your door in your, your car? You don't double fist it. Yeah. Like there we this. go. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> I jumped through the window. Kick the door. Dukes of hazards. One yes. foot on the on the passenger door and you pull real hard on the hands. handle. Yeah, both, both hands. hands. Both hands. So I think we I think we could agree like the takeaway for is CrossFit for everyone. What age should you stop? I think the big question is how can we make more clients understand that embrace the process and the new things versus being used to just doing the same thing and really, really good at it and just want to only do those things. Um, right. yeah, I, I, I agree with you. Cause like I'm I guilty of you. it. I love power cleans and I love GHD sit-ups or toes the bar, but I mean, I haven't done a pistol in a long time. I haven't done certain things. Rope. Right. I mean, I hated rope climbs forever cause of my hands and then him and you guys want to do legless ones. Shit. I love them now. Yeah, and it's I even mean, easier when you use your legs. So yeah, it's like, it's just like whenever we first started doing them. Like whenever Adrian started working out with us in the middle of the day, we kind of started adding them in a lot more. Britt was like, oh, I hate rope climbs. I hate them. I hate them. I hate them. She's good at them now. She's like, she doesn't bother. It doesn't bother her. Dude, I used to love them, dude. I, would, I did too. But I, would, I think what it was is because you were out of practice. You were out of sync with it. So everything felt out of like, you felt a little uncomfortable. But that's where like, I, like I'm saying right. is like, I would avoid them. I'm like, I don't want to do them. Like it just hurts. But like until you start doing them, like if you continually embrace the yes. processing in, in, Focus on one or two things I, and get good at it. I, th- I think I think the emphasis for the gym, for our gym and for all gyms, needs to come back to the fun. The emphasis needs to be more on the fun because that keeps you wanting to come in. It keeps you excited. Like, there's nothing wrong with being competitive. I hate losing to you every day, Adrian, just because I hate losing just as much as you hate losing to me or yes. anybody else. Yes. Right. There's nothing <laughs> wrong with that. And in that moment, yeah, don't lose. But outside of that, try to have fun. And, and if you're not regularly learning something or if you're just going in and suffering every day of just like, oh, I don't want to do that. So I'm just going to do this instead. And it's like, okay, cool. You did that already this week and four other times. So it's like, why are you repeating that? It's yeah. because that's your comfort zone. That's where you're comfortable at. Get, but I think, I think it comes down to people not, people feeling embarrassed. 
because they don't want to feel dumb or they don't want to feel like like stupid like if i do a forward roll and i like flip sideways and hit like uh, you know like a plate or something and like i remember one time we were doing uh front right carries with kettlebells and i was dying and i had my eyes closed and i walked straight to the right into a rower and flipped over four rowers <laughs> like literally kettlebells went flying rower and i was like oh man that was stupid but had i been someone that gets embarrassed easy i might have just left and never came back yeah. So it's like it's okay to to mess up and it's okay to to look dumb. No one gives a shit. No one's like, oh, look at that dummy. Unless it's you. I mean, Adrian. we do, but we won't let Unless you know. You, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the other thing about the other thing about I pull hating up the security footage and watch it later over and over and over. <laughs> and hating we'll, losing to one we'll another. We'll put you on TikTok, but we'll we'll blur your face. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little bit. Let's reiterate we'll so, so people get a better understanding. Like yeah. when you get frustrated losing. It's fine to be frustrated yeah. and mad. I leave, like it, if, I leave it at that. I like get frustrated, I get mad, and then I move on. But get, the next day, we're not like at each other's throat. We might want to go a little harder to kick the other person's ass the next day if we lost. Try but, to. But like it, you're not, we're, it doesn't ruin our day. Right. I, it may be an hour. You might go in the corner. I might go roll foam roll. Like if I had a bad workout, we all have our own ways of doing it. Like it's okay. Like it's not everything's perfect, but like you can't let it harp to the next day to the next day to the next day because right. you have to let it go like it, let, let it go let, let it go. go but uh but yeah I, th- I think just always having an open mind and trying to learn something outside of your comfort zone i mean i, I took a boxing class one time like four years ago i felt so fucking stupid irish boxing yeah it's exactly <laughs> how'd you know i was irish bare, is it because i'm white bare knuckle yeah. bare knuckle irish boxing yeah we were beating the shit out of each other in the back alley someone told me i was taking a boxing class i did blood sport they put like glass in the tie glass in bare knuckle God, yes <laughs> yeah but, dude, but no doing i feel like, a dummy. Is, is I feel hard, like stupid know? because it's like knowing how to like rotate and use your body it's like it's where's like your where's your weight supposed to be like, on your back when foot. i swing a bat Ask me, oh man, it is so bad. I've oh. seen you shoot a basketball. Shit, hey, I that's can bad. shoot a basketball. All right, I can't dribble. I'm, I'm it. sorry, shoot a goal. I, sorry, Brett. Yes. So we say goal, all right? It's not a hoop, <laughs> even though I know it is, but whatever. It's just what we say. But anyway, it's okay to be embarrassed. It's okay to do stuff. Uh, like, even if you don't want to do CrossFit and you want to do other, other lines of fitness, if you go somewhere and people make you feel stupid or make you feel insignificant, go somewhere else because clearly that place isn't a positive yeah. environment that people are willing to help other people grow. That's just shitty people. And if they are doing that to you, call Adrian. He'll go over and kick their ass. Uh, Irish. Irish that's, wise. That's right. I taught him my ways. French kid boxing. <laughs> I don't know how to do that. <laughs> <laughs> He's got the cigarette hanging out of his mouth. Like, <laughs> yeah, a little beret. Yeah. <laughs> Is that the English way of saying it or the French way? Uh, it's, it's a mix. Um, like croissant. It's a mix. Yeah. It's a good mix. What it's Fringlish. French yeah. English. Anyway, yeah. So I mean, do you guys have anything you want to add to that? Yeah. Just I mean, just to recap. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. you can start CrossFit just like you would start any other sport. Like there's no, Or any other activity. Yeah. Any other activity. There's not more that goes into CrossFit than would go into any other sport. I mean, at the end of the day, uh, at least as far as I know, we all come in to just, you know, have fun and get a good workout, get, you know, it's like a hobby. Um, and just do it for as long as, as you can. Yeah. Um, you know, respect your body. I think CrossFit, the smart. reason why it's good is because you do so many different things that it can keep you yeah overall well-rounded in fitness learn as you go as many things as you 
as you can, like new movements and uh, even the weird ones like single enders. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, just just go for Strict like pull ups, air squats. Dude, did you see that meme ball. I sent you? <laughs> the air squats, like the coach's face when the when when the yeah. uh, owner programs Sydney, and then you see the shittiest air squats. Yeah, Brett sent it to me too. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, But yeah, I agree. It's just saying, yeah, just for go for as long as as you can, or for as for as long as it's fun, right? If it's no longer fun, then maybe it's time to do something else, yeah. which is totally fine. I too. completely agree. Uh, I've had plenty of members be like, ah, I'm just gonna go do something else for a while. I'm like, cool, yeah. go ahead, and we'll be here. And when in doubt, tuck and roll. <laughs> yes, Hunter, Hunter, tuck and rolls for tomorrow's workout. Oh my god! <laughs> All right, well, that'll be fun though. Great podcast today, guys. Excellent. All right, great. Later. Peace. Bye.